0: Doing this shit, I know, and it's like you—you you move think, it on to I, me, I, and I'm just like the keyboard master right here, right? I think, uh I think honestly, you should log to... <laughs> it. But quite... so I did it to log it up. Else uh, uh... You know, I
1: can't hear a word right now because it's so
0: loud in my ears. <laughs> <laughs> I, I bet it was all good things. I bet it was. All Well, we are live Hello and welcome to Pixel Pines We are the only global gaming podcast that covers two great things Which is good beer and video games I'm your host, Mitch And guess what? We're doing it super early this week Because we have an all-American cast version So we don't need to worry about other time zones so Burkhoff and I decided we wanted to do it early today. So um all the way in Las Vegas in the same time zone, I got Burkhoff. <laughs> How you doing?
1: I'm doing pretty good, man. Um I when we get to the beer section, you'll see that I'm drinking the cheapo shit again. Uh, <laughs> I had to take my had to take my I had to take my truck in, uh, to get some service done today, and that was like eight hundred bucks.
0: Oh so, no.
1: Oh, I hate yeah. when that happens. So, well i knew it was coming so oh, okay. it was like all it was all of the um it was all the fluids so i just needed mm. all the fluids changed so power steering yeah. oil transmission tra- uh not transmission i did uh power steering oil the rear differential uh um, oh.
0: maybe radiator. i need to do transmission I did, I did a- on mine because i'm a stick shift like mine's a stick shift vehicle so i think i have to do it on that yeah. for that reason
1: no you have to do it for automatics too just mine wasn't ready for it yet oh. but uh yeah coolant flush uh uh, brake fluid flush mm-hmm. all that stuff uh,
0: yeah I, so i think because i did do transmission as well it cost me like 1200 bucks it was like super expensive it so
1: like... my my oil pan does have a leak it's but it's not severe yet mm-hmm. um and so that alone is going to be like 700 bucks
0: yeah Am my right? first Let's, car was if, like if that. it's not
1: serious if it's not serious i'll just hold off and i'll do that next time
0: yeah my first car was kind of like that it, it leaked oil just slowly Um, And then I got my grandma's car who that car sat in like a garage for like two years and ended up because it sat and was not used. A lot of the parts kept breaking on me and everyone Mm -hmm, thought like, Oh, this would be a good replacement because you'll never have to like put money into it. And all of a sudden, like about a year and a half in, I had to keep putting like 500 bucks into that vehicle. Like every six months, I was just like, uh, what kind of car was it? It was a 2000 Buick century. Oh, I right, okay. It was a real, real oldie car, like a uh, whole Buicks back then. Whew. <laughs> those those weren't good looking yeah. vehicles back then. So and they uh, were big they were... too, like the frame of it yeah, was yeah. just massive. I felt like I was driving like a car truck. It was like for how big th- the how wide it was. Because it was the... it was a six seater. Like someone could sit in the middle in the front seat. Right, yeah, the bench seats, yeah.
1: I think the uh sentry was on this was built on the same platform as the Impala. Of the mm-hmm. same model year.
0: Well, so, enough uh, about cars. Anyway, this is Pixel Pines, <laughs> where we are talking about good beer and video games. We stream here on Twitch at twitch.tv/pixelpines every single weekend. If you want to listen to us, go there, and then you follow us on Twitter, which is pixel underscore pines. That's when we post when we're going live on, uh, when we're going live on Twitch. We archive our episodes here on YouTube and on Twitch. Just look at, uh, just search Pixel Pints on YouTube. We're right there. Um, also we are on all podcasting servicers around the globe so uh
1: i want to say too uh we got a new a new person in the discord i don't know if you've said hello to them yet um
0: no i have not
1: (laughs) so we we always announce that we're going live on uh twitter but i think we should probably start announcing that we're going to go live on instagram because apparently this was somebody that was following us on instagram and uh they they got the super secret Discord uh, code to be able to come join us in the Discord.
0: Oh, that's who the new person <laughs> is. I was wondering who that was. I was yeah, trying yeah. to figure that out for the longest time. But yeah, we yeah. also are on Instagram. If you follow us on Instagram at pixelpintspod, Pod, you'll find announcements of our stuff. You also find cool, vi- cool like uh, pictures. You know, we just kind of just like run the gambit. Like we're not making money off this. We just have fun. So like it's just a good place <laughs> to be. Um, yeah. But yes, if you. That's how you find us. It's great. Um, And we go live each and every weekend. The other thing is the Xbox showcase is tomorrow. We're still figuring it out, but we might have a special show watching the showcase live. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed that we can get all the coordination to work because we just thought of this extremely last minute. As of literally
1: like two minutes before we started He's two like, minutes before the show. show? <laughs> yeah. Oh Realizing, God, well,
0: Hey, it's, it's, it's in the morning. I mean, I might have time, <laughs> so we might have a show. We'll see. But uh, if you want to know, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, that's where we're going to post. If we're going to go live for that showing and you watch it with us, which would be really fun. Uh, Cause we have the technology. We have
1: the technology.
0: We have the technology. Uh, anyway. So we talk about two great things. First is good beer. So let's get on to that first. I know, Mitch.
1: You've, you are, right, I'm going to get mine out of the way because well, you've got the good shit. Yeah, go for it. I mean,
0: we have an evening show for once for us. So we don't, we're not, it's not like, yeah. oh my God, it's not, it's not six in the morning, seven in the morning. So we can't drink.
1: Yeah, but uh, yeah. So I said I got the cheapo stuff. I got uh, Biller Light,
0: All right. So that's what I'm drinking tonight.
1: Nice. But uh, you've, you've got some special beers.
0: Well, yeah, I on beer. to. I just had one. Yeah. Okay. That I didn't finish from my birth from the birthday beers. Cuz I had I, I had 3 of them and you guys picked and then oh, yeah, yeah, I had one right. left over from the birthday beer bash. All um right. so okay. let me get some ASMR of that uh that zipper cooler. <laughs> um the So this along. one was the Spanish uh Mari Oh Marie, uh, blue raspberry cotton candy. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Okay, um, I'm
1: curious if it's going to be too sweet.
0: So bear name blue raspberry cotton candy, five percent style sour, blue raspberry cotton candy, coconut, vanilla ice cream, and cinnamon. Are the flavor oh. profiles?
1: So it's kind of all over the place. Yeah. Yep,
0: brewed in Miami, Florida. Interesting um yeah the can looks awesome so let's just let's just dive in dive into dive it. into it like why not oh my god I, I I can't like put it up to you and turn it because I'd spill on my keyboard but literally <laughs> I just see blue blue liquid <laughs> all right let I, I don't
1: know if i don't know if beer's supposed to be that blue dude
0: uh, I can't Oh, shit! Hopefully this goes well.
1: Yeah. No. Wow. They died it for sure. I'm surprised? There's there's a little, a little bit of head. Just
0: a little bit. It looks more calf like caffeinated than actually like yeah. Yeah. Head. It looks. Yeah. Oh my god! It smells interesting. Holy shit! Okay. Well, let's let's give it a go. cheers. <laughs> it. Drink responsibly. No breweries or, uh, or beer companies are sponsoring us, but if you want to, reach out to us <laughs> on Twitter.
1: Yeah, there you go.
0: Whoa, Is Ho, it good. Whoa, I'm not sure. <laughs>
1: it's not maybe, maybe for one of them. It would be good, and then like another one would be too much. (laughs) No,
0: like okay. So literally, I listed all those flavors. I literally taste every single one of those flavors. Oh shit, what, Evan?
1: What is what is what is Evan doing? Evan,
0: what are you doing? You throw the show up. I have it all set. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I fixed Uh, it.
2: No, (laughs) I um, I can't. I I can't stay on. But you wanted to see the
0: blue beer. Oh my god. What the hell is that? So, so here are the flavors, and I swear, I taste every single one of them. And it actually, actually, I'm tasting them in order, too, which is freaky as hell. I taste sour, blue raspberry cotton candy, then I taste a little bit of coconut, then I taste some vanilla, it must be from the vanilla ice cream, and then at the end, I taste cinnamon. No joke. Ooh,
2: that's a, I mean, that all went together until the cinnamon. That's weird. <laughs> What is it? What's the style? Is it a sour?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah this is a sour. Weird. Yep. It's a sour style. The
1: the only way they could have got that blue is oh. if they used real blueberries, right?
2: You would hope so. Like why? Right. Why would you throw a bunch of artificial artificial <laughs> coloring in a beer, right? Oh right, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm guessing that the, you would think that they would be used like a lambic, right? You're gonna use actual actual fruit. Is it raspberries or whatever? Holy shit. Yeah, I uh, have a, we, I mean I'll have finish a lunch, it. It's we just have a weird as a for, for twenty minutes uh twenty more minutes. So oh,
0: more okay. Confident. Well we can we can move on to games and yeah, you can hang out for twenty do, minutes yeah. while we cover Let's stuff dig
1: Let's dig into the show. Yeah. Well,
0: let's do let's dig it in. Oh, so we You're recording right now? Yeah, we're recording yeah, yeah. right now. Oh, so welcome shoot, to the show. Uh, Evan. Oh man. All okay. the way from Japan. <laughs> While Sorry. He's I did not know that. So, all right, so let's just hop into it. We are oh. talking all about Summer Game Fest. Yes, Jeff Keeley bestowed upon us greatness. And <laughs> uh did he deliver? That's for us to decide. Berkoff, did the man deliver?
1: I think so, dude. I think it was a great show, honestly. Like, I I enjoyed it. I know there was uh, a couple of moments there that was like, kind of like, eh, whatever. But um, for the most part, like, it was an exciting showcase. Um, and there was a lot of good
0: shit, I think. What do you think, Evan? Did you deliver?
2: I was actually kind of disappointed. <laughs> um, I think we're, we're at one of those years where just we're not going to... We didn't hit... A time when all of these amazing games are about ready to be shown in in some regards, so that they, they just have okay. a huge chunk of g- games that are just going to knock our socks off, and that's it's, fine. Like, I guess what
0: were you expecting? Maybe...
2: I, well, I mean, I guess that's all. It's obviously subjective. It just a lot there did not interest me, so I'm not necessarily talking about volume of okay. of the games because there are games there that like Mortal Kombat 1. I don't play fighting games. It looked cool, but that's not on my list, so right. Uh just in terms of the games that I'm I'm interested in, I I would say it's just there wasn't a lot there for me. And other people like maybe it it hits a, a big list of things that they were excited about and that and that they saw, but I, I I don't know when the second or third best game of the show for me is Under the Water. That, I don't know. That kind of says <laughs> something about. I mean, that's kind of a backhanded compliment to the game, but like you would think that there'd be a couple of other heavy hitters for, you know, not E3. Especially All right. since Summer of the Games Fest has been chugging along for the last couple of years. You know, this seems to be comparatively one of the weaker years, at least for me. Oh, wow. All right. So,
1: since you're not going to be able to stay on the entire time, uh, top three games of the show. What were your top three games?
2: Oh man, uh, I don't even remember.
0: Uh, if you check the Discord topic section, um, we we have there's an article an, yeah, with an article a list from... of all the all the titles. While you've come up with those, Evan, I will give my thoughts. Uh, I I'm with Burkhoff. I think this was a great show. Um, for for what Jeff Keeley for having a PlayStation showcase, a Xbox showcase. And, yeah. and Ubisoft having another showcase later and Bethesda having stuff like for not have for like basically having E3 happen around him. He was able to grasp up a lot of things, including things I was shocked to see. Uh, well, yeah, I
1: mean, he's well, kind of he's kind of kicking off the unofficial E3 this year, right? Yeah,
0: pretty much. And That's like, kind of the way I feel. Yeah, and I mean he got he got genuine surprises. And when he said he had good stuff, he backed it up. I was shocked. I was like I was like, mm, Jeff Keighley, he knows games, and he wouldn't say like he has a really good thing. Like the whole I think it was I think it was like in the back of my mind, he's probably laughing so hard when he was talking about Final Fantasy and then he was like Oh, and speaking of Final Fantasy and everyone's thinking like, oh, my God, he's going to show seven, uh, seven, the the second game of the seven Rebirth. remake series. And then he just yeah. goes, he goes door dashes <laughs> and like everyone's just laughing. <laughs> but then in the back of mind, he's like, oh, you all don't know. I got the trailer and I'm closing this stuff with it. But like he's um, I mean, I was shocked at Prince of Persia, like the first game. Out of nowhere, I uh, yeah. my my colleagues and I were speculating, being like, "I think that's Prince of Persia, and it like feels like Prince of Persia." But is that Prince of Persia? And then like, kind of getting the confirmation with the title at the end, like having these slow, even if it's like in a smaller game or a bigger game, he definitely had some heavy hitters. Like I was, I like he had the the like Sony could have put the date of Spider Man Two on their showcase they chose not to do that like the difference between the two weeks of those for how much prep work is done there's no way they they could have not had that on their own showcase they chose to gave it to keely which like that speaks a lot for how how much keely has influence so i i mean for how much stuff he had for how much the playing field is loaded already um i think was actually a really good show and the pacing was pretty amazing for the most part except for a wall in the middle but I mean,
1: yeah I... I mean i feel like there was a lot of um there was a lot of other stuff that might have uh, not have otherwise had a platform mm-hmm. in, a, in a traditional e3 year yeah um so like uh, witchfire i thought looked really cool um the star trek 4x game i don't think that i mean that would have been just for, been forgotten um, in a normal E3 year, but having this, you know, front loaded before all the other showcases. Uh, that's there. Baldur's gate three, reminding people about that. Um, new Eden is an interesting new, uh, you know, don't nod game like a dragon Gaiden. There was a lot of stuff in here that was like, oh, wow. Like it, it got front loaded and, and sort of kicking stuff off for the week. So,
0: well, perfect professor cool. Evan. What are the three games that said, oh, that's Evan quality. All
2: right, I'll give the three games, and then I want to just make a comment, uh, Mitch, about some, some stuff that you highlighted as well. Uh, I would say Al- Alan Wake 2 looks awesome. I-, I never owned an Xbox until the Series S. Now I'm wondering why I bought that damn thing in March. <laughs> kind of a waste of money. Uh, but Alan Wake 2 looks awesome. I like that I don't know much about the first game. Apparently it was more of an action more yeah. shooty game. This one looks it's It's early.
0: mechanically not great. Don't play it it's i tried yeah the mechanics are so bad it's not it's not aged they aged badly very bad okay but yeah i like apparently you don't have to play it he he made it clear you don't have to play the original to jump into this one that's smart
2: i think they know that those Mm -hmm. games haven't that game hasn't aged well so they just thought you know what let's just tell people it's okay to, to play this one it's the smartest thing they could say but i just like the atmosphere like looks awesome and uh They did the whole, I don't know about you, Mitch, but um, when she goes into that building and the deer, the the guy with the deer mask who Mm -hmm. busts through the wall, that reminds me of the basement uh, bloater fight from one of the flashback sections of The Last of Us Part 2. I just, Mm -hmm. I had those kind of vibes, but I I just, I like, um, I'm getting some control vibes from there and you go into the, the uh, refrigerator and open it and there's, you, you kind of search around and you see like tattooed heart. Just the idea of a tattooed heart as some object you have to deal with is just, I don't know, just some, some cool stuff in there. Uh The second game is uh Like a Dragon 7 Gaiden. I don't, it's got a different name in, in, in Japan. I think it is Like a Dragon 7 Gaiden, the man who erased his name. Yeah. Again, I'm a mark for that stuff. Um I am worried that like in one of the, um I saw a snapshot of Kiryu punching a guy and the guy that he's punching, like, that's the same unsurprisingly character model from part six. Dude, <laughs> that's come the same on. guy from part six that came out in 2016. Of course, they're going to the reuse the The combat looks people. a little it's better, like,
1: though. Uh, yeah, they're going to they're gonna keep the same development techniques. I don't think that it looks bad, though.
2: No, no. And he's got, like, some weird powers in it. They're playing around with it. I really hope they have a new location. When they showed him it, at... It Ace, looks like but, a new location yeah well the, it looks like a mixture that, like, old stuff
0: and then like yeah, you open yeah. the gate to this new area this new dimension
2: yeah, usually like all like the casino red light di- district stuff was under the city right in yeah. the sewers so maybe yeah, there's yeah, another yeah. there's another manhole that was undiscovered or <laughs> no this you know, is like, a oh, giant
0: wall you know? because it looks like it's dimension breaking content right now like this looks yes. like it's like breaking the fourth wall in so many ways
2: yeah, so so that's cool. Uh, it's at a lower price point as well, which which I appreciate. I think it's like five thousand yen in Japan. Uh, and then the third one was that under the under the waves game. I'm just kind of a mark for these. I say firewatchy games, even though I didn't like Firewatch that much. But those types of games are are always the, nice. The to walking
1: play. simulator.
0: The
2: walking simulator is to say Virginia was another game that uh, I really really. I yeah liked. I
0: I don't I don't. Sorry, to I have to. I just have to say I'm retiring this beer. I can't. It can't what it's so bad <laughs> it is so bad i've, your, your I've sips, taken like, five, it, like i've taken like five more sips and i can't go no more Dude, it looks like oh, a wow. 7-eleven icy like it I does know. it looks like a melted icy. melted icy. And it, <laughs> yeah and it looks it looks as
2: thick as an icy looks after and it melts you know what I, i'm not that's not the kind of i might drink that if i was drunk or something that's not the type of beer that I'd probably, like at the, at the if you're end trash. Of the <laughs> like, yeah, I'll oh, food, it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I should probably get off soon, but but uh, you said the Prince of Persia, Mitch. I think it. It's a when you say Metroidvania, I'm basically going to play almost all of those. Dude, yeah. Well, it's,
0: well, actually, it was it was inspired by Metroid Dread.
2: Oh, which is which is cool. I I hope they change some of the if there's some. You know, remember in uh, Prince of Persia, the second one, Warrior Within, with the mm-hmm. Godsmack soundtrack? There was that, like... Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Y- you break the rules of time, so there's that demon that follows you in those the chase Haka. sequences. Maybe there's some of that yeah. in there with dread or whatever. Uh, I, I Aesthetically, I do not like the look of it.
0: It I looks Fortnite-y. I like i like i like the
1: cartoony i like the cartoony aspect though though. i'm
2: fine with cartoons but yeah i agree with mitch where it's like there's just the angles and the the plastic yeah yeah i just for some reason it
0: reminded me of fortnite and literally all my colleagues were just like you literally could take that model and put it in fortnite and you think it would be the same game there you go Uh, i mean maybe maybe
1: that's yeah maybe that's part of the, the plan well, Persia. I mean, license, w- while we're talking about out.
0: it, why well, don't I just pull the B-roll for it because that was the first title we were going to talk about anyway. And then uh, Evan, you can yeah. just top off whenever you want because we're just going to go game by game, going through all this, and then we'll give our final thoughts on it. But first off, was Prince of Persia, Return. Yep. Uh, this one is uh, the, the Last, last Crown, right? the Lost yeah. Crown.
2: Um, Wait, can, I, can um, I say like, can I say two things and just drop off? Apologies go for for, it. Cut it, for cutting in. Um, yeah. I, I can't leave this without trashing Sonic. Uh, <laughs> Sonic's always been bad, and this just goes to show that they have no new ideas, and all they're doing is ripping off ideas from from other games. And it's just they're making another one, and it looks exactly the same as the other. It's 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 a six out of ten uh, max. And you then, know what they need uh, to do?
1: What's that? They need they need to do Sonic Spinball too is what they need to do.
2: I was going to the... say the exception to the rule is probably Sonic Spinball. Maybe maybe <laughs> up the frame rate to, to 16 frames per second, make it a bit a bit smoother, right? Yeah. It does yeah. look like much of a postcard. But uh, um, Lies of P, I played the demo. I'm not a Souls guy. I've only ever played and finished Bloodborne. But it seems cool. Dude, it looks really good. Have, have either of you played it? Um, uh, I, it's I thought on my I thought list about to about the, Yeah.
1: I thought about downloading like, the demo, but
2: I don't know. I thought it was going to look like a spiders game or something sorry but it, <laughs> yeah. it it looks really really nice it's like smooth 60 fps the lighting is really really cool i don't know about the combat and i wouldn't take my opinion about the combat uh it's not helpful because i'm not good at this stuff but i don't know it could it could turn out to be good all right sorry for uh breaking this up i, I this is the second time in the last year that i've cut in not knowing that we were recording i
0: apologize <laughs> <laughs> <All> <laughs> well, good. look
2: forward to the rest of the episode Sorry about it. You're you welcome.
0: There, anytime. This, no, this was good. We want. I was yeah. like, this is an Evan game. We need Evan's thoughts on this, uh, like a dragon shit. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so it looks cool. All
3: right.
2: Wait. All how, right. how many? Uh, how many minutes are you in to this?
0: Oh, we literally um, just started. It was like only ten yeah. minutes in. Oh, 10 minutes? So okay. Two, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh,
2: fuck. Fuck Sonic. All right. See you guys.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, let's talk about the first title, which was the Prince of Persia game. Prince of game. Persia
1: the lost crown, yeah. Yeah,
0: so this um, one is done by Ubisoft, uh Feeler. Uh this is known for the the uh Ra- Ray- Rayman games specifically. And right. uh, yeah. and then like we said that uh more we're going to see more of this on uh, Ubisoft's forward on Monday.
1: Oh interesting. All
0: right, so they're going to go into the like exact gameplay mechanics? Probably, maybe. I mean I cause I because I mean, it's so coming that, out in January they it looks like they're ready to blow this thing out, out all the way so like
1: so all right, that was that was the biggest uh surprise for me and the thing that I was most excited about was the fact that it was
0: 2D or it was side scroller at least well it's 2.5D is what they're calling it
1: yeah yeah so side scroller right yep. um and I cuz I just assumed that you know, there's always, there's been rumors for years now that they're going to do a prince of persia reboot and all that and i thought i just assumed that the the, the path that they would take would be to just reskin whatever assassin's creed they're working on into a prince of persia and you know bam whatever yeah but this is something totally different and i'm like i'm really excited to uh, see more of this for sure
0: um and you know depending on circumstances i might play it i mean the combat is so flashy and it seems very fast and intuitive. That, and there's looks like there's multiple tools to play with. You got your swords, you got the bow, you got some time elements you can play with a little bit. Like, I think yeah. there's really just a lot to work with. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's coming out literally January 18th. Um, it's coming out for all the consoles. So, I mean, I'm just excited to give it a shot. Um, my only thought is just play length. Wonder how long this game is. Um, I'd love for this to be like 10 hours max. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want it to be
1: too long. I don't want
0: And I don't think it, I don't think it will be, but, um, but yeah, this was just, I mean, to be honest, what a way to kick off the show, kick off a game that no one's expecting an utter surprise and like something that looks like what we think it is. And then we're not sure until we get to the very end of the trailer. And then you're like, Oh my God, it is Prince of Persia. Um,
1: so our mutual our mutual friend he said on twitter that um he's like yeah sure after i leave like they finally have a game that doesn't leak
0: yeah seriously
1: (laughs) Uh, he's like congrats congrats to the first non-leaking game
0: totally a hundred percent it's 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 crazy uh but yeah i mean just what a great title what what a great choice to like get this one in the ring to like start out the show with like a Jeff Keighley, hats off to you for uh, a true banger. And this is like, doesn't even have to be a AAA game. And it shows like what a non-AAA game can still be a banger for you if it's really got the momentum. And this one's definitely got it. But then we headed to another banger. I'm surprised he did these both in a row and didn't like, Like especially because the show had a little bit of a lull in the middle of it that I wish he maybe saved Mortal Kombat, which we'll talk about right now. Wish he saved Mortal Kombat for... You know later in the it show could have,
1: it could have gotten stuck in the middle i well i think um or think maybe you didn't did think on.
0: prince of persia was just gonna bang like it did and was hoping this would make up for it if it wasn't there
1: no i, I well no i feel like um you know like evan was saying like he's not a, a fighting game guy i feel like you you have to be a certain type of gamer to be into these games and like it is exciting if you are into those games but um so maybe Keanu was like, "I oh, will just front load
0: it with this," uh, you know. I guess, uh, but I would, I would argue, and like I know Evans not a fighting game guy, but to be honest, like if you have ever tried to play these games, especially the Mortal Kombat games, they well, are amazing. Like it's yeah, not, so, it, and like you're not playing it for just the fighting game itself alone. The story is so good; it reminds you so, of a really good popcorn Marvel movie, but like in a good way, like the good ones. Yeah.
1: So I was gonna say, um, uh, it was Immortal Kombat nine? Was the first one that had that
0: full campaign to it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where where they finally like uh, uh, undid some stuff through time? Yeah, it was nice. Well,
1: not not just that, but like actual like it was the first one of the first fighting games you felt like you could sit down as a solo player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And play, totally. and you and you get a full sixty dollar experience out mm-hmm. of that
0: 100%. campaign.
1: Right, like everything after that, if you wanted to play online and get your ass but beat, then you could, but it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't why you bought the game,
0: right? Yeah. So, whereas I think now that's, that's I, notable. Where um, now in my brain is like, I buy this for the campaign now. Yeah, exactly. It's almost like yeah. if Call of Duty made a good campaign, like people would be like, "Oh my god, I'll I, buy that game for just the campaign," and then the multiplayer is just a bonus for the people that care about it. Wow. Yeah. Like shows how much you could invest in games and like literally get a good title out. Um, but yeah, yeah, the big thing yeah. with this one is if you not played the other ones, y- you can jump in this one from the beginning. It's fine. Um basically like the plot from the last three where they did some time hopping to undo the stuff from the previous yeah. titles, which was super interesting way of like trying to, you know, keep the old stuff without keeping of where they were because it was all confusing and convoluted. But then in this yeah. one, Luke is now Raiden basically, if you if and understanding, so he's the he's the fire L- god and he's the fire fun, god, yeah. And what he did was he changed the the world. He completely changed it and made his own world. And now all these yeah. characters that we've known and loved in Mortal Kombat, even from like the films, um, they are different now. Um they will have different motivations, different storylines, like uh, Sub Zero and uh, Scorpion used to be mortal enemies from rivaling clans, and now they're actual yeah. brothers. And and then uh, and then Lucane is a fire god and is taking over the Raiden role. So you have a young Raiden. Melina is like sick with an illness, which is a new approach to how she is wow. looking. Why she's
1: yeah, why she's uh why, why she is the way she is. Yeah. yeah.
0: So like it's just a it's a fun way to like play with the characters oh, and like dude, see them in a uh, whole new light
1: uh fucking uh Johnny Cage they got Jean-Claude Van Damme to be yeah, Johnny Cage Yeah totally.
0: <laughs> yeah, and that was like they always wanted yeah. him to play him and he just they never got the opportunity to and now they do.
1: I was I was actually yeah, I was really excited when he said that. I was like, "No way. That's awesome," you know. Yeah. Just thinking back to the the original game. And I was like, the original game, I remember that came out uh and you had to do the blood code on Genesis or whatever right on Super Nintendo. Um yeah, I'm thinking like that character totally is Jean Claude Van Damme. It was the, you know it was the early '90s.
0: Oh no, totally. And like I think, uh, and then they introduced a uh, um, oh shoot, what what did they call it? Um, I I forgot what the 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 mechanic is called. But basically, uh, you can summon another fighter. Oh,
1: the um, what? the um, what the hell is it? It's kind of like the tag team from. Uh, uh, Marvel vs. Capcom too. It's very yeah. similar
0: to that, but basically yeah. you can summon them uh, to do an attack, and like based off of your position on the stick, it's similar to like controlling a whole new fighter for a second. So like yeah, they could yeah. do a completely different move if you're pushing back on the stick or forward on the stick and they, they can do combos with you together um, or they can like help you get out of trouble or they can even it looks like they can like do combo fatalities with each other and uh, cameos, that's what it was called. Um, cameo fighters, yeah. Uh, so I, I think that's a really awesome thing. The cool thing is if you look at it, they also, um like if you look at the cameo characters, they're the original character designs from the original game. Right. So yeah. that's even super cool. It's like you have Scorpion Scorpion which is kind of cool. Um Yeah. I, we probably won't get there in the bureau, but I love this with the Johnny Cage in, in his house and the one part I absolutely loved, and I was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe they did it was they did the Johnny Cage uh Mortal Kombat original movie nut shot, which is he does the <laughs> yeah, splits and punches splits. him in the yeah, nuts and yeah. when he punch Goro in the nuts and they they totally do it in this uh, in the game and i was like oh my god they did the nut shot. it's right here it's like bam <laughs> it's uh, just like uh but yeah it's just i think it's like so good so perfect this is the i mortal kombat is probably the more famous than it's ever been before and i think it's because yeah they spent so much quality on this campaign and it's just really showing in the title and it's just like it
1: this looks well you know good. it's inter- it
0: looks so good
1: it's inter- it's interesting. We could probably talk about this for fucking yeah. Hour, we can talk but,
0: for
1: days. Um, what's What's interesting is like I remember the original movie, even the second movie, Annihilation. Even though it's bad, like it does have some cool story to it's it. It's good. Bad. the The animated series that was on USA Network back in the day. I remember watching that, um, and that has you know like its own story to it and stuff. Like Mortal Kombat's always been one of those that has always had the there's the stuff in the game that, you know, like, what about the pit underneath the bridge? And, you know, what's the story behind that? And, um, so for them to, yeah, just do the full campaign mode is such a, it's such a great uh, way to go about it.
0: Yeah, sure. it's always had an interesting world. And the campaign has really helped it to flesh it out a little more to, like, give more yeah. know, give more plot to, like, why things are the way they are. And I think right. that's really great. Like, they nailed the formula for this thing. and. Uh, it's just like the game even looks even better and it's just like wow yeah. it's like uh, i would love to watch pros battle it out like i I'm, I'm really thoroughly excited cuz it's just like it looks much faster too like it looks much more faster fiercer than it was even in its previous titles um so yeah
1: the uh for anybody who's watching this live the um Mortal Kombat 11 plus the injustice characters is on sale on Xbox right now for ten bucks so
0: you get like all of the fucking DLC. Yeah, you, you should. I mean if you've not played any of the <laughs> latest ones, especially Yeah, it's especially a ten dollar
1: investment. Ten dollar investment and so worth Maybe your you're time. not Yeah, maybe you're not hyped on this right now, but for
0: ten bucks, uh you might be hyped on this after that. I mean heck, if you like watching like stories explained and stuff like that, literally just go watch. Someone explain the story of Mortal Kombat 9 through 11 because you'll just be like, this is awesome. This is like a yeah. really good quality superhero stuff, but like bloody or and more. It's just it's that's all. <laughs> it's all great. It's all great. All
1: did right. you uh did you pull the Path of Exile 2 trailer or no? Is that one we're skipping?
0: Um now i completely forgot so i'll tell you in a, i'll tell you in a second no i did not grab the path of exile too we are skipping I don't think it's
1: really i don't think it's really that important i do think it's important to mention the path of exile is uh sort of forged their own path and there are um you know um popular in their own right so people are excited for this um oh but, yeah uh, for sure street fighter six did you do the exo primal trailer no for no that? no
0: that was just weird that was just weird no i don't know
1: why they threw that in there but okay
0: uh um, they, they just wanted nick cage to react to it <laughs> yeah um i
1: do know that you pulled the witch fire trailer though because i'm excited for this
0: oh yeah let's talk let's talk about witch fire
1: yeah what's uh what were your initial thoughts on this
0: game uh or this trailer you're not gonna like this. I'm mad on this game. I'm very mad.
1: Okay, well, I know a lot of people are like yeah, boomer shooter, whatever.
0: Yeah, like, that's basically what I got. I was like, oh, just another your, shooter. Your... All
1: right, so let me ask you this: Did you ever play uh, Hexen? No,
0: Back I played none day? of their titles.
1: Okay, all right. So there, were, for anybody who doesn't know, there was um, there was a game called Heretic, which was basically a Doom clone that did all fantasy weapons and then they came out with hexen which was like a follow-up to heretic and then hexen 2 um those games were kind of what this reminds me of and that's what makes me excited about it is like i like the weapon design i like the way the world looks um I like that they're in this trailer just showing me straight combat like I don't have to think about anything it's just gonna be get in there play with cool-looking weapons in a cool-looking world uh, and it's kind of flashy and I that's it
0: yeah. And I'm down for that I mean it reminds me for you of like if if Skyrim had guns
1: <laughs> well yeah but there's no um, it doesn't seem like there's any type of lore or anything that's gonna like uh, you know, something that you have to... Because that stuff does take, like, um, you know, some some mental energy or emotional energy. Um, and sometimes I don't want that in the game. I don't want to have to invest any emotional energy. I just want to be a jump in and uh, blow some shit up and, and have it look cool. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's probably what this is. You just jump in. It looks cool. It's, you know, kind of fast-paced. Uh, you get to use cool weapons. And that's it. That's what I'm getting out of the trailer. I don't know if that's what the game's going to be.
0: You know what it reminds me of a little bit? It's like if Van Helsing had magic.
1: Okay. It's
0: got the look. Yeah. The weapon types is like, it's like based off that type of uh, time era mixed in with magic. That's what I got a vibe of. Okay. If I'm wrong, call me out in the comments, but I'm going to say you're wrong. And we're going to move on to something more, a little more happier. Sunshine rainbows. Sonic is getting an update. An update of yeah. a brand new 2D side scroller or kind of 2D 3D. It's a mixture depending on what levels you're in cuz technically right. if you the originals were just like this too, but this is uh co-op. Up to right. 3 players or is it 4 players? I think it was 4 uh, players. I think yeah, it's 4 players. Four. Um are you, is is the 2D-ish, like the old school type Sonic games, are they just not feasible anymore? Like, should they not make these anymore? Or is this well worth it?
1: So, all right. My initial thought was, uh, what are they doing? They should do Mania 2. Um, but when they threw in the stuff that's like not, you Know where it's kind of 3D and it's not uh, the 2D stuff, and I was like, Oh, this kind of reminds me of Generations. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, I think Sonic Generations is probably my favorite Sonic game in the last 20 years next to Mania. Okay, um, so I'm not mad about the direction that this is going, and this kind of reminds me of Generations. And if they do the same thing as Generations, um, maybe not necessarily with the story, but the, with the mechanics. Um I'm down. I'm going to play this.
0: I mean I I kind of I'm kind of with you. I like I really like the original Sonic's um and this one kind of has a mixture of some mechanics that I kind of like with uh you know like the mixture of the wall running with like changing the the verticality of Sonic right. rather than just thinking of more side to side. Um, They got some really cool 3D in there that I think works. I think what also brought the original Sonic such charm is finding interesting ways of using Sonic in a practical way. So like an example, like one of my favorite levels from original Sonic 2 was like the world that was basically just a giant pinball machine and like trying to like navigate in the world. And here they kind of have that in, in, in this puzzle where you're like, you're you're bouncing on these things to get rid of it, to like travel through it. And it's like, it seems like they have interesting ways of traversing through, um, which for me speaks old Sonic in a good way. So this leaves me slightly interested. Yeah. Yeah. Like a, and yeah, and cool, you can be, play with your friends. I wonder if it's online co-op though, or if it's just only uh, like. I'm sure it's online for sure. I don't think it's going to be. Uh, I mean, this would be a great game be, to play online co-op together. Like to be honest, yeah,
1: it should have local for sure and online. I think they're definitely gonna do that. Yeah,
0: yeah. So I, I'm I'm down for this. I love to like play this with the guys and just all of us get together and just like play this together. I think it would be really fun. I know Dan's
1: always down. Dan's always down for a a good multiplayer
0: game. Dan is just the multiplayer man. This is the one I'm talking about right here, where you just like it's like up and down, the 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 things moving around, and you're you're in the ball form, just hopping around. That just reminds me of like a mixture of like trying new things with Sonic. I'm I'm all all down for that. So, um, I think we're think even though Evan said fuck Sonic, I think we say thank you Sonic. Because this yeah. seems to be one that I'm interested on. This dog thing that's not Eggman.
1: Dog thing that's not Eggman. At the oh, end of the trailer, um,
0: there's the dog riding Eggman's machines. I wonder if the dog is the new villain. I don't,
1: dude. I never followed any of the lore. I remember the. the I mean, I don't know the chili l-
0: dogs, and that was about it. I don't know. I, I just—it was just weird. He's just this weird dog watching, but, um, but yeah. <laughs> Well, let's get to the next one. Um, we're not going to be able to ca- ca- cover every title, but we're we're going to cover the ones we think we want to cover, basically. Um, and the next one is Lies of P.
1: Which, okay, so you're skipping over uh, Honkai's Star, Rye, uh, Star Rail. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I don't really have any thoughts on that.
0: Yeah. Um, so right, Lies of P. Lies of P. Let's go on to that. One. Yeah, that one. I was telling this to my friends, my colleagues this title for a b tier title looks way above its like weight class you know right, what i mean right. like yeah. like for a b tier title for like a double a type title it's looking like it's punching up to a triple a title which i'm thoroughly impressed like it like the mechanics look really solid so far it looks yeah. gorgeous the game is gorgeous the art style and direction is great Right, um, I think this is the spiders' games everybody wanted <laughs> that they never got. <laughs> um, I'm thoroughly tr- excited to try the demo. To be honest,
1: yeah, I might download the demo. I think that's as far as I'm going to go, though. I don't know that this is a game I'm going to buy, um, mainly because I know that um, I'm just I'm just not any good at the Souls like stuff. Mm, yeah, uh, so I mean they're going for i feel like they're going for the hardcore audience
0: um well it is on game pass
1: well if it's on game pass this is is a day one
0: game pass game okay so this one will get my game pass subscription uh just to play for a month and then not subscribe to game pass anymore (laughs) okay so um so like and it comes out uh well actually when starfield comes out september right uh,
1: that's my understanding. Okay. Well, hopefully, hopefully that's still the case
0: tomorrow afternoon. Well, because Liza P comes out <laughs> September nineteenth, so this one's going to be uh, fighting over some space with Starfield. So
1: that's all right. I feel like they're I feel like they're aiming for two different audiences. Um, True. Obvi- obviously, you know we have our little bet going, um, and I have put at least twenty hours into uh, Final Fantasy 7 Remake. Mm, so we'll see.
0: <laughs> we'll see. Well. Uh we'll see. Well, uh I'm waiting for uh I'm waiting for full confirmation and then we can start doing an episode of me picking my character when the game launches and then you will watch a stream of me playing. Yeah, for 20 hours. Oh my god. Let's hope that at showcase least, at- shows off some good material. Hopefully the game is good. <laughs> at least at least 20 hours I I can still play some more. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, then let's move on to something a little more interesting. This was a genuine surprise from people, this, including yeah, myself. Is... Bananas, bananas, Sandland. Um. And this one is from Akiri uh, Toriyama, Toriyama, who has been yeah, known the... for the Dragon Ball series, creator right. of Dragon Ball. Which the influence of Dragon Ball, I can see. Oh, it's his style. The mechs mechs literally look like Dragon Ball to me. It reminded me so much of Dragon Ball. All the mechs. Yeah.
1: So Akira Toriyama's done a few different uh, popular mangas. Um, I guess most notably he did Dr. Slump before Dragon Ball and then uh, did Dragon Ball. And then um, I can't remember what he did right after Dragon Ball. And then uh, this, I think, has only come around... Uh, in the last 10 or 20 years something like that but uh this looks really interesting i i initially called it like when they first showed the clip i was like oh dragon quest <laughs> and then it just like kept going and i was like oh no this is not a dragon quest like what is this yeah uh, i'm not familiar with the manga at all so is it
0: based off uh, the manga yeah yeah it's basically oh manga, i thought which... this was his, i thought this was an original ip from him that he like Created for the game no, for game only not it was based off a of manga
1: yeah so it looks like uh, looks like it only it looks like it only went for a few months Uh 2000 May 2000 to August 2000 uh, huh. was the manga okay and then and then um, they just did an anime film that was released or will be releasing this year okay interesting um, yeah well, so I'm not familiar with Sandland but the game looks fucking looks really cool it, I don't know exactly what it is that you're going to be doing. I'm assuming it's like. Uh, that's an that's what I'm adventure. trying to
0: figure out. Like, what what is the game? What is the game? Is it just uh, you get different kinds of mechs and you're basically riding around and using them in different ways to be able to conquer enemies? But it looks like he also can do combat and stealth and traversal. And it looks. and it, Is it open world? It looks. I think it does well, open world. But it also looks very story driven.
1: I get kind of like uh, Jack and Daxter vibes. Like that kind of. That I don't know if that's what the gameplay is going to be, but that's kind of what I, f- I feel like it might be.
0: It's just like you know? a mixture of hot of a lot of different mechanics, platforming, yeah, mixed like, in with yeah, it's... some like weapons and tools and, and, right, exactly. and yeah, it's... robots and stuff. Right.
1: You might yeah. have some puzzles. There might be some platforming. There might be some combat. Like I, Yeah. yeah. They haven't shown us enough so that we know what the, game, what the core game uh, loop is going to be, but that's kind of the vibe I get.
0: Yeah, it definitely to me feel looks open world for how much like he's just driving around with these mech machines without even like doing any kind of combat. But then like choosing to engage with these creatures or other mechs around in the areas. But yeah, it looks fascinating. I'm 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 definitely was was not expecting it at one, and then two was like, oh wow, this is this looks good too. <laughs> like yeah. it like, looks like a good quality title. Um usually when we get like the anime uh, games sometimes the quality falls a little bit short of like what people were thinking
1: you know what i mean that's true yeah, yeah that's true
0: and this looks like it's it's getting the the total touch-up full quality from uh bandai namco so like uh, good for them um yeah. we also got another shock amazon's starting to step into the ring my friend <laughs> with thrown with
1: in... more with more mmos
0: yes more mmos <laughs> Throne so they had, uh liberty yeah Throne of liberty
1: so they all right so amazon has uh lost ark new world this one and i think there's another one that they uh, are working on or have released
0: oh by the <laughs> way for our audio listeners i, I we are playing the uh, the the b-roll with uh with the videos of these announcements with the trailers so if we're referencing stuff that's what we're referencing we're actually showing it in real time. So we highly recommend you watch the video version uh, on YouTube um, or on twitch.tv slash pistol pints.
1: Yeah. Just so you can follow along with the, with the trailers, but um, yeah, no, I'm kind of excited to see what this is going to be. Um, It looks really good to me. NC soft is probably most known for, at least for me, most known for WildStar, which was an MMO that was released uh eight or ten years ago something like that 2013 to 2017 um and i'm really curious because wildstar did a lot of things that uh, were interesting for the MMO genre um there was like more platforming and verticality and stuff like that and um the character that you chose was not locked into a certain class or a certain role um any any race that you chose could do any type of uh, could fill any type of role, so if it's the same type of thing, but it's just a more classic fantasy environment, um, or you know, more classic fantasy skin, I'm i really curious to see what this uh, is going to be like.
0: Um, I do have a question for you, Bergoff. As the sure. as the MMO type of man you are. Uh, World of Warcraft is is still going. Still going strong. I mean, they literally brought out a new expansion, I think like literally 6 months ago or something like that. Sure. But with all what well, let's just say World of Warcraft still hasn't aged well. And and with all these MMOs coming out, we got Final Fantasy 14, um that still going strong. Still going yeah. strong and that had a lot of stuff. There's Elder Scrolls, uh, Elder Scrolls this, Online which I've dumped a lot of hours into. There's this one coming out with better quality in regards to like, you know, a more realization of what MMOs almost promised, which was like a full on experience with, with uh, intuitive combat with multiple players doing all that kind of stuff and having that realization coming to life. Do you think World of Warcraft needs a kind of reboot or does, does, does Blizzard need to maybe just come up with a new MMO to uh, kind of upgrade to bring it into the 21st century of where all these MMOs are coming in.
1: So I feel like, all right. So wow is an interesting use case because, um, I, f- I feel like wow just needs to continue to exist. Um, and it's not like there can be a wow two. but if blizzard were inclined to do another MMO, um, yeah, they should. I guess. I mean, at least they have the, the pedigree for it. But you can't just get
0: rid of WoW because there's just too many people that are. I mean, could uh... you do? Could you do like? Uh, like, there's a giant final event for WoW that completely rewrites the timeline for World of Warcraft and like starts a whole new world, which is their next title.
1: I don't know, this is an interesting question for um, games as a service. Do you? continue with the same product and just expect that your player base is going to uh spend the money to upgrade their pcs to play along with you
0: i mean we kind of had that answered a little bit with um was it overwatch 2.
1: yeah but overwatch 2 is basically the same game like they didn't really do a whole lot different it's fair you know it, it 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 wasn't big enough like if they did a huge overhaul to wow and like all right it's still the same game but uh all the graphics are updated and
0: now you new need animations a, you
1: know, and like yeah, new mechanics now, now introduced you need, now you need an rtx card to fucking play this uh, i i don't know i'm not sure how well that would go over honestly
0: okay interesting yeah interesting All right. Well, we're going to move on because I have nothing to say about this title. I'm not an MMO person (laughs) and uh, I probably will not be an MMO person for quite a while. But let's talk about Alan Wake. That is not an MMO, but Alan Wake 2 was shown off uh, on the PlayStation Showcase originally with a trailer. But then we got some in-game footage of uh, actual game the gameplay being played and it's basically the same sequence that you see in the trailer so there's nothing like totally new you see but you just get to see it get played a little bit which is kind of nice um you get to play as two different people in this title um the main character is uh an fbi agent uh yep and she is uh, investigating a murder that ends up finding that this murder was written in a story written by Alan Wake. And then Alan Wake is stuck in a different alternate dimension. Um, I forgot what they call it, Um, but he was stuck in an alternate dimension, and his story is to get out of that dimension. And the interesting thing that was said about this was that so both characters can be played uh, and that they're... um, basically you can play each of the different characters at any time you want. Um, What their store, their, their chapters. So you can like choose, Oh, I want to do like all of them as the FBI agent and then play as Alan Wake, or I want to play except for a few exceptions. But for the most part, you choose when you play as each of the characters. Um, Right. What's your thoughts on that?
1: Um, so I've never played i never played Alan Wake so I'm not uh, I have no uh, attachment to the the brand or the franchise or anything um my initial vibes it kind of reminds me like a Resident Evil type game Mm, yeah Uh, and then being able to play the two different characters uh like heavy Resident Evil 2 vibes um you know the different discs uh you know one disc is one character one disc is the other um, so I don't know. I mean, my thought is that it's, it is kind of that. It is like the more survival horror and not so much the action.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it looks I'm, I'm really good. Really, it just looks, really
1: it looks good. really good. I'm not really interested in it. Um, but it seems like it's definitely your type of game. Well, sure. they made it very
0: clear. This is a survival horror title. And, uh, those uh, are vibes that i got
1: which when the the very first scene where she's in the forest i was like oh this is the resident evil 4 demo i just played it's <laughs> <laughs> starts off exactly the fucking same except
0: it's not broke it's not breaking on your steam deck uh, <laughs> right <laughs> um but uh, it is not steam deck verified um but uh yeah it's it isn't really interesting i'm I am very captivated by this. Um, hopefully, I, I really would hope that the story at least kind of push nudges me in a direction to say, like, this is when you should play as Alan Wake, or this is when you should play as the girl, because I do want to try, like, he's, he said there's no wrong way to play it, but like, I really do want to make sure I have, like, the best experience possible, and so if there is a way for them to nudge me in the right direction, I would very much appreciate it, um, but let's yeah. talk about, like, the most interesting thing about this title it is digital not coming out only. on disc. Yeah, digital—the first ever digital-only AAA title, I guess. And to quote them, "This title will be ten dollars cheaper because of it." This is the McWumble dream. The McWumble dream <laughs> is happening, just in the wrong generation. <laughs> well, he said. Right, he, so, he said it would, but it's
1: it's sixty dollars, right, instead of fifty. Well,
0: no, it's sixty instead of seventy.
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. So like, all right. yeah, the so,
0: McWumble dream was always games would be 50 instead of 60 because it was right. digital. Only It was a digital right, version. Exactly. Whereas this one is yeah. we're only doing digital. And because of that, we can charge you $10 less. So this title yeah. is $60, which also makes me go, wow, I will definitely buy this title now.
1: So this is interesting. And um, I guess spoiler alert if you haven't watched Summer Game Fest already, but um the end of the the end of the show was final fantasy 7 uh, rebirth and the big thing was it's on two discs um i feel like this game is probably the same size and would have been on two discs and i think that when they came to whoever the higher-ups were that that got to the you know when they when they saw that come across their desk and like, oh, this game's gonna be at least two discs if we fucking publish it, they're like, nah, oh, fuck it, whatever. Well, like,
0: technically the so like if you want to get technical here, if a game is gonna be over a hundred gigs before you update with a patch, you right. need two discs. Because you need one disc for the install because one Blu ray disc right. is a hundred gigs, and then you need one disc to actually like play the game.
1: Right. So
0: I don't see this title being over a hundred gigs, so I would not I see this. I don't know though. I, mean, I don't it think it looks,
1: it looks good graphically.
0: From my and, experience, from my experience, this game is not too disc worthy. I promise okay. you, trust me, okay. it's not All too, as, right, so, as one who so, so is, it's not too disc though. I think just the only decision anyway i think final fantasy is two discs because of how much content is in that title whereas this okay. one's a, this one is a linear survival horror title this uh, the, when, right. when you have those things together um, it gives you a little more uh that's what i'm looking for let's just say there's a little more leeway on memory <laughs> and, all right that's and, fair and and, and those I, kinds I of going, elements are a little more controlled, um, yeah, in was, regards to data back to the, compared to back an open to the, world game.
1: I was going back to the PlayStation days for sure, yeah, like in my mind. I was like, oh, this, is, this is like you know, this is bringing back memories for sure.
0: I mean, technically, if I i think Horizon Forbidden West, if you had it on PS4 with two discs,
1: oh, uh, because that would be plus the Frozen Wilds, though, right
0: that was that was the that was the one disc for install one disc to play all right okay so like some of these are over 100 gigs some of them will i i'm curious that uh, of how many titles in the future will start coming on two discs i just don't see this as a two disc title but even if so printing a second disc is not expensive (laughs) it's really Uh, not that expensive uh blu-rays are cheap nowadays so um, right. but,
1: but yeah, but yeah, the digital only. It's it, I think it's gonna nudge the the industry into, in a certain direction that it's already been going in, um, and it's just gonna prove that. Yeah, physical is probably not necessary. Um, I think physical is it's gonna go the Evercade route. So people that are interested in collecting games will seek them out, uh, and they'll 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 do it like you know with Evercade or limited run or. Know people like that.
0: I I I I disagree with you slightly. I will I I won't I, I will say like this may nudge some more titles to be discless. Okay. I, but I don't think major titles will be discless because of the fact hard drive space on these titles and hard drive space is not easy to come by. Yeah,
1: but you still have to install the game though, even if you have the
0: disc that's true but i i just don't see i see as people It's faster
1: to install it off of a disc than it is to download it i get that yeah yeah,
0: i think there i think there's just more elements in play when it comes to that when you're like oh i don't have enough room on this and i now have to download the title again and then i have to reinstall it whereas like all you have to do is install it if you put the disc in so I think there is elements of convenience whereas like and I think there are still plenty of collectors out there that would rather buy a physical version because again you can still turn it into GameStop and you can still turn it into the mom and pop shops I mean that business is still booming Um, not booming like it's crazy but like it is still a business uh, that exists Um, that I, I I just see if if they go this route and they keep making the games cheaper, maybe I see a transition, but I just don't see it. They're, um, they're charging $70 now. They're not gonna go back and say, oh, we're gonna do it digital only, but charge 60. So I don't digital, see that happening anymore. I just see this is because it's Remedy and Remedy can do whatever the hell they want. They're they they, um, they are their own entity.
1: I don't know, so digital is cheaper for the consumer too, overall.
0: Right, um, but they won't charge it cuz they don't care. They, they they can charge $70 on a game. Like especially the major partners. This is I mean sure, first sure, title sure, yeah. i am not, I'm not
1: arguing that. No, I'm not arguing that. I'm just saying that like in general um digital is always going to be cheaper for the consumer. Right? So I can today I can download um you know my old Final Fantasy games. I can get them on Steam for
0: cheaper than what it would cost me to buy the, the physical one on switch or whatever. I mean, not necessarily. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes like I could go to a, I can go to a, a Walmart and like pick through the bargain bin of uh, movies worth 20 bucks that I could find online for uh, maybe sometimes $25 instead. It just depends. I think there's, I think, yeah, I, I guess it, it depends on how much effort you're willing to put into it. It's of. convenience
1: yeah i'm more likely to look through uh digital sales than i am to dig through bargain bids and i days. don't
0: disagree with you i i am all yeah. there with you so yeah. but yeah it's um it's an interesting thing i wonder if i don't see the major publishers going in this direction of charging less for an only digital game compared to doing i, don't,
1: uh, I yeah
0: well the other thing we'll too to see is how company... well it sells
1: I was going to say how many people own discless versions of the PS five and, uh, opted to go for the, the, um, the series, uh, S as opposed to the X.
0: Um, right. Well, I mean, I can, I mean, I can tell you there's a reason there's, I mean, Pactor said it recently in a, in a developer talk with, I mean, uh, in a, right. in, a, in, a in a video that, they were forced to put a disk drive on their consoles because consumers were still obsessed with disks. Right, right. So they, they were already ready to abandon it. Uh, yeah, they were ready to ditch it, I and, they couldn't, the and they couldn't ditch yeah. it. And I think if you look at, like, if you go to, like, PlayStation and if you go to, like, stores and things like that, um, I mean, you can find PS5s a little more normal now, but what were the first ones to always yeah. sell out? was always the disc-based. The disc ones, yeah. It's always the disc-based ones. And I think also what comes in handy is the disc ones is we always use them as our media players too for our high-definition Blu-rays that we can't stream in that high of quality when we buy a digital version. Like there isn't, like uh, my friends are big fans of buying like the ultra Blu-rays because it's the highest quality you can get. And even if you bought the digital version, you're not getting that high quality that you would if you used the disc. And where, what, what, right. what player are you going to play it on? Like, you might as well play it on your console because your console has the disk drive, right? So um, yeah, I just yeah. don't. Right. I think of how multi-use it is. I just don't see it going away. But, like, again, if this sells like hotcakes at that price point with the $10 cheaper, I do see a market out there that I wonder if someone else is going to try to dip their toe and say, hey, $10 cheaper, but yeah. it's going to be a digital-only game. And see if that sells like hotcakes.
1: Yeah, um, I can see it happening for Sony and, and Microsoft uh, faster than Nintendo. I think Nintendo is going to hold on to that physical market because it in the in the uh, back of their mind if they're, not, they're they always going to be a toy. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, in their minds they're they're a toy company. They're not a video game company. So
0: totally, and I, I and Microsoft but, might go that route, but to be honest, they're not even a. They're not even a physical or even a digital space to sell titles. They're a servicer with Game Pass. Yeah. So if any if any of the big three that would do it, maybe Sony would probably be the first one to maybe try it. But I have no okay. idea. I, but I couldn't. This is this is no, no insider, no nothing. This is just <laughs> like practically, if you think about it, who's going to be the one to do right. it? It's probably that one based off of, but I don't see it happening, to be honest. I really just see it happening with these third-party publishers. I, I hope,
1: I hope we keep physical. I mean, that's my, I, that's my preferred way to buy games. Totally. But, uh, Same
0: here. Also, because you got, like cool right. collector's editions and like those are this cool stuff. I think those are more uh, bigger than ever. But yeah, let's let's move on from this one. We're gonna skip a few titles, including Warhammer, um, the Space Marines. Two, yes, Your Grace. Um, The John Carpenter's Toxic Commando new horror shooter. Um, That one just didn't really, like, pique our interest at all. Um, But what we are going to talk about...
1: Uh, Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah. Which, this title's been in uh, early access for, I think, over a year or two at this point. Like, it's been in early access for a long-ass time. Um, But this is the first I've seen of it having... um, a deeper story so they haven't really advertised the story that they've been working on this entire time there was the the little bit about how you um encounter the mind flares and then you um you're slowly um you're slowly being transformed into one over time and that was like the most that they gave out of the story but what was interesting about the original Baldur's gate games was all of the political intrigue and all the all the stuff that was going on with the towns and um some of the political stuff and this has that this trailer has that stuff in it um so this reminds me of like the silver mines the or the iron mine or whatever it was that you had to investigate and how um you know having that resource controls uh you know what's going on and the power and that kind of stuff and so I'm excited. I'm I'm kind of waiting for this game to hit console is my big thing. Uh, I don't know how far away from a console release they are, and they've never committed to one. They've never committed to releasing it on console yet. But uh, this gives me more story stuff, and I think it's cool. What are I your thoughts?
0: I think this trailers not very good. <laughs> uh, only because they're like... I get the whole feeding the lore stuff and I was kind of following it a little bit. I've um, been playing some D&D in my spare time with some friends and so I kind of like now understanding a little bit of the lore and I watched the Dungeons and Dragons movie and I got some of the references cuz I was like oh my god it's like oh, it's the same thing I play. Right, right. But anyway, um this trailer was all feeding off of like a specific character and it uh-huh. uh, and, and it was treating it as if everyone knew who the hell this person is. One, that voice actor, don't know who the voice actor is, one. And then two, Jason, the uh... actual, like, character themselves. I don't know who the hell this is. In the reference, I, like, I don't understand the meaning of it. Um, I feel like what the issue is, Baldur's Gate is feeding into a, sh- a small audience that knows what they, already knows the lore so well that this is for them but what I think they need to do is they need to find ways to loop people in so that they feel like they can hop in and play this title because I feel like I can't hop in and play this title. And then especially this end, the very end of the trailer when the guy is just like sitting there saying his mischievous thing and then this other camera shot hits this guy and it looks like we're supposed to know who the hell this man is and I I just don't don't know, right? Right. So I think that's the problem with this trailer. I think if they this was very much a a trailer for the fans who are already gonna buy this game rather than who have already bought it or whoever bought it. Yeah. But it's not for the person that like me would be like, What is this title? What what is the lore? Help me understand this a little bit because I just don't know anything.
1: Um I think that's a valid criticism, and I think that um, that's probably intentional. I think that their goal is to get as many people uh, hooked and and deep into it and excited as as possible and let them uh, talk to their friends and convince other people to play it.
0: Not, not when you're on, not when you're on summer game fest. Come on, man.
1: Well, I, I get that, but have they already made their money back? And is you know maybe early access has been pretty profitable for them? Like uh, Star Citizen. That's still that's has an even no better time reason. to do it,
0: then right? Because like if you already made all your money back to, based off your core audience, let's expand the audience, right? I
1: feel well, like there's no excuse
0: a... here for them to do this. Eh, maybe, maybe not. Yeah, I don't know
1: um i'm like i said i'm excited for it like i i got i don't need to know who the individual characters are to know that um whatever it is that we experience in this game has that uh you know it does have that tinge of uh you know political machinations and stuff like all right i'll figure it out when i play it um but i am waiting for that console release that's what i'm waiting for i want that experience i don't want a pc experience with this I, cool. I don't, I don't, I don't want to have to try and um, you know tweak the settings and because that's what happens with some of these games is I get so involved in like the sliders that I just kind of ignore the game and I don't ever get into it. But on a console experience, I install it, I play it, and that's it. You know?
0: Yeah, totally. Well, moving on on this one, we're gonna talk about the one that probably surprised us the most, not by like knowing what the title was. But but what the what the f is going on with this title? This is called Pal World. Now, if you think it was Pokemon, I wouldn't <laughs> be shocked by you at all because some of these are a shade color from looking exactly like a Pokemon. But yet, yeah. look, they have a machine gun, and look, you have a rocket launcher, and it is. Bonkers! What 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 were you thinking when you saw this trailer? Well, I mean, I
1: told you uh, before the show started. I was like, I'm not high enough to to deal with this right now. Like, this doesn't
0: make any sense to me. It's like uh, it almost looks like Monster Hunter with guns, but Pokemon.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't understand exactly what it is that you're you're doing here. Um, I don't. Uh, yeah, this is just a weird game because all right, if you're shooting. Okay, I get that, but you've got your your like
0: monster partners, but you're not having them fight for you? I, I don't know. No, they're fighting for you with a machine gun, Berkhoff. <laughs> <laughs> no, one, one of them has a Gatling gun, Berkhoff.
1: Right, right, okay. okay. Uh, yeah.
0: My question for you is, I think we can agree that these are like so close to looking like an actual Pokemon, which is trademarked. Right. Do you think there's a lawsuit coming their way?
1: Um, I don't, I don't know if, uh, Pokemon company or Nintendo is going to go after him. I don't think it's that similar.
0: Cause like, um, to be honest, if mom, like, he, here's my, here's my thought was like, I could easily imagine a kid going, look, uh, tells him mom, mommy, look, Pokemon now have guns. Can I get this game? And then mom just goes, I'm never buying a Pokemon game for you ever again. And then learn, like, not knowing that this isn't Pokemon. I don't know, right? Like, because Pokemon has always been kid friendly, um, but hey, I feel like I've always I, talked about Pokemon like a, being adults. So I just didn't mean it this way.
1: <laughs> I feel like enough moms uh, maybe have grown up with Pokemon at this
0: point that they know the difference. I don't know. I'm telling you, it's not true. <laughs> <laughs> as as one that worked with multiple people that had families and kids and stuff, they still right, know nothing right, right. about video games.
1: Yeah. I I don't know, it's interesting. Like I guess we'll see what happens when this thing releases, like what kind of uh coverage it gets. Well look for it It's uh, kinda it's kind of amazing that it got on Summer Game Fest to be honest. Like, <laughs> true
0: uh, Yeah. Uh and also look for it uh G- January twenty twenty four for early access. So, yeah, so it'll maybe, be out soon. Maybe we'll play it together. <laughs> <laughs> I choose you Pikachu with a rocket launcher. Right. <laughs> um, let's see what's the next one we got on our what got on our
1: Uh, did you download the Black Desert trailer?
0: Yeah, I'm just trying to find the title of it. It was like
1: uh so it's like Black Desert Online, but it's like the world of uh, Land of the Morning Light is what it's called. There. It's for the expansion. Found it.
0: Yeah, land of the morning light. Which I gotta point out to you really quick. Sure. Quality of this trailer, give it a <laughs> one out of ten. Only reason why, <laughs> if you, if you, if you watch the first segment, where here I'll I'll just I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna literally do some. I'm gonna, gonna loop back. I'm to gonna it. loop back. I'm gonna literally show you. It's right here. It's this sequence right here. There's a panning. Uh, into the city right here assets are yeah. loading assets are loading into the world that yeah, kind of yeah, stuff pop, should never happen in a trailer in. you have people yeah. checking the shit out of trailers to make sure this never happens and oh so, my lord <laughs> I I didn't notice it <laughs> this is so what happens, happens when you're working games you you see this
1: stuff all yeah. the time <laughs> I yeah I didn't really notice it and to be honest, like I felt like I was like, oh, well, I know it's gonna be in-game stuff that they're showing because it's an MMO, and it's an expansion for an MMO. Um, I'm really excited for um, uh, is it Crimson Desert or Crimson something? Is the gonna be like the the follow-up game to Black Desert, and it's supposed to be single-player and all that. Mm. But I have I have put uh, maybe like fifty hours into Black Desert. And it's not a bad MMO. It's actually pretty good. Like the the systems and stuff that they have in place. Um, you know, I spent an entire day just getting lost in the world. So, um, yeah, I'm kind of interested to see, like, what this is uh, when, it, when it drops. And I'll keep dipping my toes back into Black Desert uh, until um, their follow-up single-player game comes out because that thing looks awesome.
0: All right. I have nothing to say about that except for the trailer part. <laughs> now let's look All at right. uh let's look at one that we saw last year. I think it was at the Game Awards, I think they showed it to us. Um, and it was done by Dontnod. Yeah, this is interesting. And this is kind of their first shot at a legit action adventure third-person game cuz they've been known for uh more of their story stuff.
1: Well, Vampire. I don't know if you played that.
0: Oh, that's true.
1: So yeah, so this is uh what is the name of this? Uh, Banisher's Ghosts of New Eden. Yeah. It's a horrible name. <laughs> a horrible name. But um really interesting concept, right? Like this is their foray into um more of a fantasy themed world. But yeah.
0: um Like it's I lover feel like... his lover dies and but her ghost stays with him or he finds a random ghost and it becomes his lover
1: yeah so like this is kind of this kind of feels like um uh like they're still playing with the story elements like you would get from um what was it life is strange did they do life is strange
0: yeah yeah this yeah they did a lot more like third person story choose your own adventure stuff than actual action adventure games
1: so this feels like it has some of the story element uh the story heavy stuff, but it has also like the combat of uh or you know, combat that's more um complicated like vampire.
0: Also so. also choices, like the, the player was just making a choice there whether to steal yeah, their Yeah, you or make not. definitive
1: yeah, definitive choices in the in the narrative.
0: Which yeah. it looks like the choices help like he's stealing souls to help bring her back to life, which it seems like. And like, but he's also like solving crimes with spirits that she can help him with. And like, you can switch between the two and see like the world through her time period. It's too, it's right. kind of interesting. I just want to see like a chunk of like the chunk of the game being played. Like, give me like, um, give me like, yeah, five minutes of like us playing the game together and like just seeing how a mission works and all that. Cause I'm just not sure of how all that. Combat. I'm not sure how that works either, because like those are our first really shot at combat.
1: Yeah, so that's, that's kind of what we were talking about before the show. Is we don't really know exactly what this game
0: is. It is interesting though.
1: But it, yeah, but it looks interesting. Like it's kind of it has the hallmarks of all of their other games with a new world, a new story, new characters.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So yeah, it's. it's uh, They've always kind of been like the double A developer. I feel like this is their first dip into full triple A.
0: I still see this as double A though.
1: Do you? I feel like this uh, this this has like a triple A feel to me.
0: I just for some reason I still feel I still have that double A feel. I I don't see this as their transition to triple A. I just see this as a transition for them to try a new genre, but still in the double A (laughs) space.
1: Okay. All right that's fair yeah no i'm I'm eager to see more like um you know some of the stuff that we're watching where he's uh it looks like there's different combos and things that you can uh either unlock or learn for the for the combat um yeah and a lot has to do with the you know the main character and his significant other his lover whoever this other per- you know this ghost is
0: yeah and it looks like like they're t- he he can touch her with like yeah. the rings on his arms, his fingers or something, and he like can grab her and like hold her hand and stuff. And maybe he's yep. only allowed to do that because of the mystics he has. It is interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued more and more as I see more of this title. Um, and we don't have to wait long. It's coming out pretty soon. Uh, yep. it launches by the end of this year. So. Yeah. Speaking of something that also launches this year. Yakuza went crazy,
1: like a dragon. Well, the series is going to be like a dragon going forward,
0: apparently. Yep. So like a dragon, like uh... a dragon, Gaiden, the man who erased his, his name. name, which is super crazy of a title, but also matches the super <laughs> craziness of this game.
1: Yeah, I was going to say it's way too
0: long, but everybody who plays these games is like, "Yeah, fucking, I want to buy it." It looks gorgeous, though. <laughs> it looks so gorgeous.
1: Yeah, I think they've done a good job. Um, it looks like more of the same.
0: I think the um, combat looks a little updated, though.
1: Definitely. Yeah, I mean, there there is some some updates to the combat. Um, it looks like he has like played... a
0: dodge button now, and like he, it's more, it's less arcadey. It looks a little less arcadey. So
1: yeah, we should we should ask. we should ask, uh, uh, Evan while he was still on about um, judgment and lost judgment. Mm. So those. Those games were the follow-ups from Six, right? True. Because of Six.
0: Yeah, that was the one I uh, was, haven't tried yet, but I've been wanting to because I, I was excited about the new combat on that.
1: Yeah. So Judgment came out, and and then Lost Judgment. So I'm assuming this game is gonna use the same engine that Lost Judgment used.
0: Game, Same um, combat system. Yeah.
1: Yeah, or you know, if it's not exactly the same, it'll be tweaked a little bit, but it'll be from that to match Kiryu a little bit,
0: or sorry, the No Man name. Because yeah, he's, he's erasing it's, his, it's, I, I'm assuming he's erasing the name of Kiryu Kazuka, so he can still remain as the, uh, as the main hero, but no longer as the Kiryu saga.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess. Uh, and then at the end here, we see that uh, you know Manjima and a couple of the other characters are still in there. So, um, yeah, I it's it's just more Yakuza. I'm I'm excited. Like I it took me so long to get into the series, but then I finally did. Find enjoyment with it. So
0: it's crazy yeah. to see how this saga, as the series, has blown up. That now, like when we see this game, we're just like, "Oh my god, it's another Yakuza!" And like, you never—I think people had never this game used to this series used to never touch the states, and now it's just a big thing in the states.
1: The first one did, and the first one they got you know Mark Hamill and a bunch of other voice actors to uh, be in it, and it just didn't do well.
0: Yeah. Um, you no. Know, and then all of a sudden like was it I think it was like five all of a sudden started hitting the states and they're like oh it's a it's a big series let's let's keep um, let's it
1: was re- definitely yeah it was definitely it gained uh, popularity during the PS3 generation I feel like it started to build
0: steam for sure for sure yeah well that is our thoughts on that one we're gonna skip Evans one of Evans game uh, uh, under waves <laughs> we're like hell yeah. no under the waves yeah it, it might be good Uh, we're also going to skip a couple other titles, including Marvel snap. I just got to say that whole thing with Marvel snap was so confusing. You should put that spoof that you had at the beginning of his talk instead of at the end, because I felt like they were sharing a new feature and then nothing was shared because it was just a joke. So I was very confused. Um, how not to present your game at the game at at, uh keely summer game fest and then we're (laughs) skipping a bunch of other small titles but we do have one for burkoff just for you my friend the
1: star trek we know you're
0: a trekkie yeah one of the star trek shirt yeah give, give us your nerdiness
1: um so the trailer's only like 45
0: seconds um it doesn't really 45 a seconds of lot. greatness. What are you talking about? Come on now.
1: Well, well, all right. So it, it takes place in the, in the proper timeline. That's number one.
0: Um, <laughs> I didn't know star Trek had it's, a timeline.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's just got Yeah. It's got multiple timelines. Um, but the, yeah, the timeline that like uh, fans like me grew up with. Um, so it takes place in that timeline. It is 4X. You have the Borg, the Romulans, the Klingons, the Cardassians, and the Federation. Uh, and it's being done by Paradox, which is
0: known for Stellaris and a bunch of other 4X strategy games. So you want I'm... Patrick Stewart to to do your main role as a?
1: It's not. Well, I'm sure he did voice work for it for sure. Like he's done voice work for I think all the Star Trek stuff, but. Um... Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited to see what it is. Even if it's like a reskin Stellaris, and it's just it's Stellaris with uh, the Star Trek shit, I'd,
0: I'll probably play that, you know. Yeah, I'm excited for it. You get nothing from me. I haven't watched a single <laughs> episode of Star Trek. I've only seen the movies from J.J. Abrams.
1: And they're I not don't... bad movies. I like the J.J. verse, to be honest with you.
0: Yeah, so. they're not bad. Um, but let's talk about one that where it's like makes you go, hmm, immortals, (laughs) immortals of, oh, geez, I don't know how to pronounce it. keep getting it wrong. Avium. Yeah. That's what it is. Avium. Um,
1: Immortals of Avium.
0: So like they showed this off at the PlayStation showcase and then they showed another trailer today. I mean, at the, at the Summer Game Fest with the actor coming out being like, oh, my God, this is so good. Like, it's so amazing. Like, such great story plot points. And I'm like, I don't see the good story here, but okay.
1: Dude, this, this shit has fucking ultra generic written all over it. Like, I don't know how this is interesting. Agreed. This is this is like the most fucking milk toast fantasy <laughs> bullshit I've ever seen, <laughs> and I don't, milk I don't toast. know how people are excited for this. I don't. I honestly don't. Like, I get that it's fucking it's Call of Duty with magic. Okay, uh, it might be fun, but in terms of the story and like the characters and stuff, this is just not interesting at all.
0: What I will say is, I appreciate the swing. I appreciate it them looks... taking. I, I appreciate them taking a shot at this because, like. I will will take this over another regular generic shooter. Right. They just needed a better writer. And they, like... Because, like, some of these pieces look like really good set piece moments. Or if it was a more interesting title, I would be excited to see. But at this moment, it just looks like your average generic shooter with magic. And I just am not interested. And I... I want to like this title because it does. It's an interesting concept to do a shooter with first-person magic controls, Um, because I think you could pull it off really well, especially if you're really good with shooters. And this is a team that could be really good with shooters. So I'm just like, I'm just utterly disappointed that like. Hopefully, maybe the controls are so good that it's like you want. You should play this game
1: it might it might honestly it might end up being really good I'm, it could i'm all yeah. reserved i'll reserve judgment for uh reviews but totally based on what the, based on what they've shown so far i like this shit is fucking ultra generic and i just can't yeah i can't pl- get into it i'm not i'm not hyped that's all yeah
0: the play could, could, so could be so re- disinteresting and yeah no i agree I'm yeah with you. it could be a really good game i'm just i'm not hyped that's all like yep i'm i'm literally words right out of my mouth it's like I want to be hyped for this. I really do. It looks beautiful. Like there's so much. Yeah, going no, there's on a lot
1: to yeah, there there's a lot to like about it. It just
0: uh it's not uh capturing me. Yeah. It's not capturing like I want it to. I think we want to like this game, we just can't we can't will ourselves to like it. <laughs> Which is so sad. It's like, oh my god. Yeah.
1: I think I don't know, maybe eight-year-old me would
0: be all over this shit. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I'd say that. You know, also, the character design me. just looks so generic. I think that's what I think the character design also throws me off a bit. Yeah, yeah. it's just like, oh, Eight- another tattooed guy. Oh, <laughs> right.
1: Yeah, eight-year-old me would be drawing like the the gauntlet and stuff in his notebook at school. Like
0: this is fucking awesome. Yeah, the gauntlet does look pretty cool. I I, yeah, I like I, it as a tool to like kind of like give it like a gun but not a gun feel to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do enjoy that. Um, we're not going to show a trailer, but Fortnite showed off its new season. I do want to just give a call out to how Optimus Prime looks so awkward being so short.
1: There's a lot of models that show up in Fortnite. I'm like, ah, it doesn't. Ah, you you're gonna pay money for that? Okay.
0: Yeah. He's, Optimus I, Prime is just. I'm like, I'm used to seeing Optimus Prime topple over so many people, but he looks right. like he looks so short. It's so off-putting because it's just not how I see him in real, in in everything else. Also, I'm not gonna go see that that movie, unfortunately. I'll just wait for it for streaming. Um, I heard it's better. I heard it's better than a lot of the other films from Transformers. But uh, it's just it's just. I need them to reboot it. I'm I'm kind of. Uh, I, I need I need them to start over. <laughs> Uh, But speaking of starting over, let's talk about that Final Fantasy Rebirth trailer. (laughs) Rebirth. That Uh, one more thing. Starting off with something that has never been seen in any of the games before, which is apparently there was a a tornado and they're all being carried off by Shinra, except for there's no cloud, but that's never happened in the games before. So that
1: was. I didn't watch this trailer when it came out so i i was at work when summer game fest was on and when i got home to watch the rest of uh everything um uh, maximilian dude had already had his uh breakdown so when i yeah when i logged into youtube maximilian dude's video was like one of the first ones that popped up and it was his reaction to the final fantasy 7 rebirth trailer and i was like god damn it like all right i gotta watch his reaction first before i finish the rest of the uh rest of the separate game fest and uh he said some interesting things and i I already know like okay so i haven't finished uh remake yet but i already know that they're fucking with the timeline and they're doing stuff for the story and it's actually a sequel it's not really a spoiler it's actually a sequel it's not really a uh a retelling of the game yeah they basically
0: Um, like they fight um the ghost things you're fighting are, are are elements of fate and they basically defeat it so they're showing that they're not following the same timeline as the, right. the original
1: yeah so Maximilian dude was like yeah there's a, a zach timeline and a cloud timeline and the i guess the theory is based on what they've shown in this trailer is that um there will be elements of both of these new timelines or whatever mm-hmm. um I'm kind of intrigued, actually. Um, huh? I'm probably, I'm probably gonna finish. I'm probably gonna finish remake. I, I really hate the 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 Nomura having children bullshit that they throw in there, but I'm along for the ride. Um, and if they can tweak a few of the combat things, um, well, about you were about to might...
0: say that. I just, I only interrupt because they did add some stuff, which you're about to show off right now, which is characters do dual combos together
1: yeah it almost looks like um, a tag team. Like, a, like
0: a like a chrono trigger type thing yeah um
1: so yeah if there's if there's some stuff that they can uh tweak in this in the combat system then um it'll make it a little more bearable to play uh, and i'll be more interested but uh, I think it looks good. It looks beautiful. Uh, I mean, Remake looks beautiful, too. And this game is nailed, just so
0: gorgeous. Oh, my God. They,
1: they've nailed the feel, like, in high def of, like, what these environments and what the characters and stuff are like. So, um, yeah, it looks interesting. I, I'm going to play it on Steam because I have Remake on Steam. So, this game for me is probably a 2025 game.
0: Yeah, because which... it comes out for PS5 only so far yeah it'll be there's and no and announced pc exclusive. version there's no announced pc version that's the crazier part it just said ps5 well, only
1: yeah i feel like they're gonna do well that's what that's what they did with the remake too and then it and then it showed up on no Epic no Game no Store. no. they
0: did say they did say ps5 and pc when they originally announced the title oh interesting okay yeah, this well, is we'll the see first this... time where it only just said ps5 only
1: all right we'll, we'll see if this uh if this does leave
0: uh ps5 which also on, is interesting two, that this. Well, it also shows interesting that, like, we have still not seen this come to Microsoft. So.
1: Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. And Microsoft has a pretty good relationship with Square right now. So. Do yeah. they? I feel like they do. There's been a few uh, titles that have shown up on Game Pass and stuff like that.
0: But, like, have like they.
1: Octopath was on there.
0: And, have they released a recent title on Microsoft's hardware recently? I think Sony's kind of bought up all their big major exclusives, like uh, the new I, Final Fantasy is coming I, I, out exclusive for PS Five. Yeah,
1: I mean Sony might have bought that up. You know, they might have bought the rights for all that stuff. Um,
0: but oh my god, yeah, the open it looks like we're actually getting a, a legit open world environment this time around. With I think yeah. some funneling occasionally, like funneled into areas. So
1: my thought is it's going to be like twelve. It's going to be like Final Fantasy twelve, where. You have these large areas in between the the towns mm-hmm. and cities that you yeah. can explore, but it's not really open. Oh yeah, no, no, there's no. Just no. Like yeah, a, I think there's going to be a few there's going to be a few exit points on these larger connecting areas. Totally. Probably, uh, which I don't think is a bad way to do it, honestly.
0: No, especially if, if it looks you, like this.
1: Well, <laughs> if you're not going to have a a, a traditional uh, overhead map open world, then yeah, connecting
0: areas is probably the best way to do it. Yeah, and then apparently the way Sephiroth said something, it sounds as if, and even they said it in the past trailer, the first trailer, it sounds like Tifa should be dead. That this is the new twist.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, I think that's part of the other timeline, maybe, or whatever,
0: but... Yeah, or maybe Sephiroth's just saying it to, like, maybe throw off Cloud and his allegiance to the crew that he's with. I mean, there's a lot that can happen, but there's also I, well, a new female. I don't recall if there was a female um, corporate. Uh,
1: female Turk? No, yeah, she's new. She's a new character. Um, It'll be interesting if you can choose, because, like, a Remake has a lot of filler, a lot of extra shit that, like, was not in the original game.
0: But I like some so... of it. I mean, I'll admit I cared to grow affection for, now I forgot her name, though. Um, when we go went to go see her parents in in a different sector.
1: Um, oh, we talk about Jesse.
0: Yeah, I I grew to like actually have a little more affection for Jesse than I did in the original title.
1: Yeah, and people talked about Biggs and Wedge and how their characters developed some, uh, you know, some more. Um, but I'm wondering if they're going to open it up in this, like, um, whether you can pick or choose whether or not, uh, Aerith. Eris or Tifa dies.
0: No, I don't, no, I don't think, you, to... I don't think you'll get to pick. I think they'll, they'll be predetermined. They'll decide.
1: You think so? Yeah. I think you'll get to pick. I think you'll get to, I think you'll get the option that if you want, if you want, all right. So if you were a fan of the original game and uh, you always wanted to be able to save Ares or Aerith, um, I think this is your opportunity, but by doing so, you have you you lose Tifa. Nah. And that's like that's like the ultimate like, oh fuck, nah. that's a hard decision. I then. think
0: they've hardlined so hard to say like we are deciding this story for you and is not the same as what you've experienced before that they'll never give you a choice. Maybe. Maybe I think I they know. I think if anything, I expect them to throw a one eighty and not kill Aerith. And I actually would be shocked if they kill her.
1: Either Spoiler alert.
0: <laughs> yeah well yeah spoiler alert on a, but um yeah Royals but game. it it's also there's a whole nother 20... game so like who knows maybe none of them die or maybe it's a maybe it's a plot maybe it's like a cliffhanger is like you you're not sure if they killed Tifa at the end of the at the end of the game and it leads to the final game
1: well that's the other thing too is the um how much of the original is going to be in this
0: game yeah how far do you so... get basically like, yeah, are, are the, you going to see uh, Vincent, Vincent by now, or...
1: You should. You should. should see, all right. So, so I think uh, if they do it... If they do it around the same as the original, um, then the second disc should take you all the way through to the um, the icy bits. Um, I can't remember what the area is called. I just talked to somebody on Twitter about this the other day, too. There's, like, a halfway point where you have to go through um, this ice
0: area
1: Mm -hmm. Um, That's like the halfway
0: point of the original game yeah before you meet Sid I think Uh, no
1: I think you've already met Sid at that point
0: but you don't Um, have the flying uh, flying uh,
1: well that's yeah so like how do they deal with high wind because if you have the airship yeah yeah is it open world or is it you
0: know I bet you if they have that airship they'll probably be like here's a map select where you want to go and then they'll just like fly over the area or something like that yeah yeah I don't know
1: yeah, it's interesting too because the original game was three discs that was released all at the same time, and this is going to be three discs released all at different times. Well, no, more than three discs. Yeah. This could be four, four or uh, five, five discs. It'll be either or awesome.
0: five to five. Yeah, yeah, it could be a lot. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know,
1: but yeah, it's interesting. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm, gonna, I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna finish remake. Um, and I'm more interested in in playing this. Because you forced me to play remake, so thanks for that.
0: You're welcome. Because now you're (laughs) like, oh my god, I need to know what happens because they're changing everything. Everything is different now. I'm
1: more, yeah, I'm more, I'm more interested for sure. Yeah.
0: I mean, I will. I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just thoroughly excited. You know, I just, I really, really enjoyed remake, and I'm just excited to see the story continue. And it hasn't been like 7 years since we got the last game. So like I feel as if we actually will get the final title within like a reasonable amount of time cuz what we played the remake came yeah. out 2020. Yeah, it was, so it's only uh, been 3 early. years between titles and they had a DLC you know. in between. Like that's that's really really good production and also really good development time. Like they they're they're cranking these out and You know, to be honest, I don't think people want a drastic change between the combat, which also kind of helps. They don't have to evolve too much. They can just, like, add little bits. They want the the same same engine. engine. They want the same combat system because they don't want it to be drastically different between titles. It is interesting to say that they did say you don't have to play the first one to be able to play the second one. Like, if you didn't play the first one, new gamers could step into the second one and do you a okay. So I wonder if there's, like, a recap or something.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say they'll probably do like uh like what Mass Effect did where you had that like uh the intro sequence in the yeah. the comic, the action comic.
0: Yeah, and they're like choose
1: the so decision. Probably, <laughs> yeah, they'll probably they'll probably do something like that where um like here's everything you need to know,
0: all right, and uh, we'll drop you into the new game. Yeah. That's, so I think I think we're big thumbs up on this one, just uber excited to to play it. And it's just like
1: Honestly, so like my one of my biggest issues with the remake is that it all takes place in Midgar. Yeah. Um. The the original game doesn't really pick up until after you leave Midgar. Once you leave Midgar, it's like oh wow. Um. And that's where the you know Midgar is kind of like tutorial island. So for them to make an entire sixty hour game around just Midgar was kind of it's kind of fucking weird.
0: Well, um, I think I think once, but I think the the whole effect you're talking about is even more effective when you have a whole game in Midgar and then you come into the second game and everything is just open. Maybe, yeah. I think I think you'll get that same effect. I think it just will be a greater effect because you've spent more time in Midgar, like like we talked about earlier, having more development with some of the secondary characters that you didn't get the first right. time. I feel like I from one that has played seven more recently, like the original seven, I think I played it like was it like four years ago or something like that when we were doing podcasts back then? But like, I, I I think, yeah. yeah, from doing, playing it then and finishing it. And then now playing like remake, I felt as if I felt like it was like the extended edition and it was an extended edition I wanted. Like, I got way more character time. I got some, to, like, explore Midgar a little bit. And, like, I got to see some things I never got to see before. And I think the realization of, like, how massive Midgard was, I finally got to, like, feel it in comparison. Right,
1: right. Yeah, it's a double-edged sword. Um, I Like, I was really frustrated by the, the fight with the house
0: oh yeah i don't like that one either don't worry i think we all hate it because it it changes elemental so quickly and you have to flip them it was like yeah i spent i spent like 45
1: minutes 45 minutes or an hour i spent on that fucking battle dude and i was like dude this is in the original game this is like five minutes tops yeah and i was in that shit for an hour that was my night that was that was all the gaming i had done was just that
0: battle (laughs) I will tell yeah. you now, Burkoff, That is the that is the worst boss battle of the game, and it's not. It doesn't get worse from there. I think for me, the okay. final battle I struggled a little bit, but that was just because I was underleveled. and so I just used a ton of potions. But yeah, yeah. besides that, like um, the house was the worst boss battle of the entire game. Besides that, it's all good. You'll you'll be you'll be fine. You got through the worst part of it.
1: It was the only all right. It was the only one that I wiped on and had to reload. And it was the only one that I've, uh, I've had to use Phoenix Downs to, uh,
0: yeah. And
1: I was like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, it was was just
0: make sure you do the side stuff before you go to the final stuff, because you do need to level up to get yourself, um, at a decent level for the final boss.
1: Yeah. I'm doing the side stuff as I go along. I'm at the, uh, right now I'm at, I just finished the ghost boss in the, in the train yard.
0: Oh okay, nice. Oh, yeah, you're you're getting there. You're yeah. Getting there. I'm progressing. Yeah. Yeah, you're getting there. Awesome. Well, that was that was that was Keely's final last surprise, so <laughs> Burkoff. Yeah. If you have to give Keeley a grade, what are you giving it?
1: The Dorito Pope gets an A-. Oh wow. Wow. <laughs> It was fun. It was a good show. Like there was a lot of uh, stuff that I didn't expect. It was um, a lot of stuff that like the pacing was good. I felt like uh,
0: overall too. So
1: yeah, A minus.
0: Um, I'm going. God, I kind of want to agree with you. <laughs> i i really want to go It's like
1: one thing after another like oh okay okay i I
0: really want to go b plus but like to be honest like the dude had fucking final fantasy he was even even able to poach spider-man release date we even learned that eddie brock is not venom which i mean is awesome like Insom has been very uh, open about how much they want to write original Spider Man stories that you don't get anywhere else. Because if you want to go, you just go read the comic, right? Or if you go watch the movie, yeah. like write your own Spider Man story that's like really captivating. The fact it's not Eddie Brock, I am captivated. I like that a lot. Um, yeah,
1: I, I, I tweeted out, I was like, I, one of my favorite Venoms was uh, Flash Thompson.
0: Mm, and maybe, yeah. maybe
1: not a lot of people know about him as Venom
0: in the comics, but it was it was a good run. Yeah, wasn't um, he Venom in the in the the animated series?
1: I don't think so. Um, no, Eddie no, Brock no, that was Brock, yeah, yeah. Eddie oh. Brock. was the yeah. So Flash Thompson was the Venom in the comics from uh, 2013 to 2017 or something.
0: Gotcha. Okay, but yeah, yeah I just uh, they they were able to get that like they had. They just had surprises. I like thoroughly surprised in a in a in a showcase. Haven't seen that in a while. Like,
1: well, and I felt like I felt like stuff got uh, the limelight that wouldn't normally get the limelight. Like uh, Sandland, that would have been fucking yep.
0: overlooked. So Prince of Persia um, probably wouldn't have been overlooked as well a little bit. Yeah. Because they went like, oh, um, it's just a it's just a side scrolling Prince of Persia. But then you're like, oh, this is fucking amazing. <laughs> like this is really good
1: yeah the star trek game for sure that would have been like people would have forgot about that shit now pokemon
0: um, with guns no no pokemon one would forget
1: that <laughs> yeah um, um honestly liza p might not have had a good showing because who was going to put that in their showcase you know right
0: i just yeah uh, i'm just uh yeah i'm with you a minus like keely which i
1: i'm excited about which i think that's going to be a cool game yeah i would have
0: never i would have never paid
1: attention to it if it yeah, but it was featured here. So, I th- I think he had a yeah. good
0: mixture of high budget games, some B tier like uh B tier slash like triple A games, and then having some of those indies that are like really show stoppers. Um, I mean the man put on a show that I didn't think he could ever do. I was my my expectations were down here, and yeah, well that's what just, it was. Yeah, I think yeah. I think we had our expectations in check, being like. This isn't going to be a great experience, potentially. Like, we saw how other showcases were looking, and so we're like, is there really going to be anything? Microsoft's going to hang on to everything because they need it for their thing. So, like, yeah. the fact that PlayStation gave them things and Microsoft gave them nothing.
1: <laughs> uh, well, maybe Liza P, like, because as a Game Pass game. So.
0: Yeah, but I've never seen it, like, promoted for, uh, on Xbox's shows ever.
1: No, but it could have been this time, just because you know it is so, it is some more dangling fruit. You know what I mean? But
0: that's one title. Like they yeah, Sony gave them Spider Man. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, like it's like it's uh, like it seems like Keely has a really good relationship with PlayStation because yeah, I mean he, he got he got Neil Druckmann last year, he got Spider Man this year, and like yeah, he didn't get the like the. the First gameplay feature, but he got tons of info, including date info on the characters. Well,
1: honestly, even the uh even the uh, Ed Boon interview, yeah,
0: totally. Um, I, and
1: Mortal Kombat One, like being the being the being the place where they showed off, you know, what this game is going to be, and some of the new
0: uh, mechanics and stuff,
1: like that. That's cool, you know. Yeah, I,
0: I mean, I think. This is what I loved about old E3, and I think Keeley brought it, and I think this is what Um I think this is why I'm giving it such a high score. He used the developers to talk about their games. He brought them on stage. They showed off a title. They said, Man. Hey, let's bring them out. Let's have a conversation with them really quick. And we got new snippets about stuff. And I love that. That's what I loved about E3. When we would like show off a game, the developer would come out and chat for a quick minute, say, I'm so excited to show off our title. And Keely kind of replicated that. And I think we haven't had that in a very long time because of the, the showcases are usually just, you know, president of Sony or, or yeah, or or, or, Jesus, what's his name that I want fired. Um, (laughs) Bill, big Phil, big Phil, big Phil's just out there or (laughs) just, just like, Oh, we're really excited about all our titles that you're never going to see ever again. Um, uh, But like, it's just, I think, Jeff Keighley brought back what we liked about E3 with those presentations, and I think he nailed it. I just like
1: He did bring a lot of energy too. Like I felt like he was more
0: uh hyped than he's been. <laughs> I think the audience like, helped. Especially they. they yeah. were I mean they were going crazy. And uh, especially oh my god. Like I I have to say the highlight moment was the uh, speaking of Final Fantasy, and they all go crazy, and he's like, "Doordash got your back," and they all just go like, "Ah!" Yeah. <laughs> and then he instantly goes, "No, not that, not that." <laughs> you
1: know, honestly, like, uh, it's Keely's fun to make fun of, uh, but he is kind of a classic guy, and he's not a bad host. You know, I, I mean?
0: think he's, I think he's not a bad host for this. This is his yeah, bread yeah. and butter. Yeah, Game Awards totally. is a different story. No offense. I think Game Awards is just a little more like pashi, yeah. whereas this is like this is his bread and butter. It's about the video game developers. He's interviewed right, them for right. years. The Game Awards yeah. is about showstoppers, yeah. presentations, and that's not his style. His style is get me a developer, let me get at them, let me pull some info from them because like right. there are things that he pulls. And I can say for fact, there are things he pulls from developers they don't originally want to announce like or want to yeah. say, but he pulls it out of them, even when it's not like planned to be said. and uh, and like he does that so well. This is where he rocks. That's why I say he always should do this and not touch the game awards as host.
1: Right. Even if he's like, yeah, I just running shit in the background.
0: I mean, even yeah. if you like came out for like a couple segments, cool. But like, have a main host that's not him, for for right, the game but, awards. But this is this is I his mean, bread and butter.
1: I I wouldn't be mad if uh, Sydney Goodman stepped up. I think she could do it. I don't know who that is. She's the one that does the uh, she does the pre.
0: Uh, uh, no, no, no. The pre-game no, awards stuff. I don't want her either.
1: You don't think so? No,
0: no I think she. Keep I her keep her did. to the pre awards. I want someone. <laughs> I want someone with a little more pizzazz. No offense she's not uh, a. Yeah. she's a little too no offense she comes off very fake to me just okay saying. she just comes off fake i want someone like genuine like fuck get keanu reeves on that stage <laughs> Heck, hey you got uh you got um nicholas cage on the stage here at summer games fest <laughs> have him host the awards because nice. he sounded started-
1: cage <laughs> oh my
0: god he was so fascinating to talk about games, and then he's like, uh, "He's like, oh yeah, I really want to work in more games." And I just instantly go, Absolutely. "Like, let's hire him! Come on,
1: <laughs>
0: whatever <laughs> people are working on, get him on your projects. I want to see Nick Cage in more games." But
1: yeah, I'm not mad about that.
0: But we have spent a full, almost two hours talking about this show. All right, I think it's about time we head out then. Well, hold on. Thank you for listening or watching. We are Pixel Pints. Yeah. Uh follow us at pixel underscore pints at Twitter or on Instagram at Pixel Pints Pod when we go live each and every single weekend here on twitch.tv slash pixel pints. We archive our episodes on YouTube, Twitch, and on podcasting services around the globe. We may have a special stream tomorrow morning. Yeah, maybe. Watch tw- how much
1: I depends on how much I I drink tonight. Watch okay Twitter.
0: Watch Twitter very carefully. Hey, we're ending a show and it's not even midnight. It's crazy. I know, right? It's crazy. But as Burkoff always says, what's well, the magic words? Uh, and on that note, we're out. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that was a good show. <laughs> Honestly, like, yeah, there's we didn't talk about something.
0: rings maybe yeah a bunch of miners and like going like oh my god is this just your standard edition building sim but it's Lord of the Rings with miners I, I don't know